0: Ministry leadership is hard. It can be exhausting and confusing and overwhelming, especially in times of great change like we're living in now. That's why we need to get up on the balcony, as Ronald Heifetz puts it. We need to learn to get a view from the top, see what's happening on the dance floor. That requires leadership skill, adaptive capacity, emotional health, and deep spiritual formation. I'm Marcus Watson, and my hope is that these quick conversations with Todd Bolsinger would help you both develop a healthy outer life of ministry leadership and a healthy inner life of faithful discipleship. Hey everyone, I'm here with Todd Bolsinger once again for another quick conversation for the Long Haul of Leadership, and we are looking at a quote from Rich Stearns today. Uh, This is something that he said in episode 105 of Spiritual Life and Leadership. Here's the quote. He said, leaders have to make difficult decisions, and difficult decisions require courage. Again, leaders have to make difficult decisions, and difficult decisions require courage. Um, Todd, thinking of adaptive leadership, what, what does courage look like when you're leading adaptively?
1: Yeah, this is this is a great distinction. I mean, Rich is a phenomenal leader who is well-respected, and I got a chance to read his book and early on, and I really respect him. What's amazing about this is think about this notion. In adaptive leadership, the most painful part, the thing that requires the most amount of courage yeah. is the hard decisions you have to make that disappoint your own people. That, that's the language of Ronald Heifetz and Marty Linsky. Leadership is disappointing your own people Mm. at a rate they can absorb. And, you know, for most of us, the hard decision isn't, oh, the decision I have to make to be courage because there's, you know, conflict in the world and there's, there's challenges out there. Those, those things we're kind of up for. We, we, what's hard is when you have to turn back to your own people and say, hey, for us to live out our mission, we're going to have to sacrifice Or we're going to have to let go of some things, or some of the reasons why uh, you asked me to be your leader, um, I actually am going to have to disappoint you. I I was I was coaching a senior leader of a denomination um, uh, just a couple of days ago, Mm -hmm. who said to me, you know, I think I was elected president of our denomination because everybody expected that I would be the good, kind guy who wouldn't change everything. So then, after spending a year listening to the deep needs in our denomination, yeah. We had to change everything. And now I think right. people are just so disappointed in me. And I realized yeah. here's a guy who didn't, he wasn't trying to be the courageous leader. He, would, yeah. he really has a deep pastoral heart, yeah. but to be faithful to the mission and to what God needs for that church, right. he needed to make some really hard decisions. Yeah. And the hardest ones, ones take like the most amount of courage are when you actually have to disappoint and stand against your own people yeah. Yeah. so that they can go through the transformation they need to go through.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I I was just, as you were talking, I was thinking about this. It's so it's hard for those of us who also like to be people pleasers uh, to do that. It's especially hard. But then sometimes you have to disappoint. Okay, so then it's hard to disappoint the people who maybe are a little antagonistic towards you anyway. But but that's not so hard because they're already antagonistic. But then when it's your friends, when the people who are supportive and you have to do something, Uh, do you have any thoughts on that? How do you walk people through that disappointment? perhaps. Yeah. You know? Well,
1: I think this is the sign of a really great leader is they understand mm-hmm. that you're trying to take people through a process of transformation. Yeah. Um, if, if, if we could get to where we're going yeah. without having to be changed, we wouldn't need leaders. So yeah. I always think, you know, just if you're standing on the edge of the red sea and you've just seen God do a miracle mm-hmm. to get from there to the promised land, if we just mapped it out, is about six weeks Yeah. to go through the transformation yeah. needed to enter the promised land is 40 years. Yeah. So to take people in that journey, that for that original group of people meant, and you're not going to get in, Yeah. right? Uh, For for the people of God to go into the promised land, for God's mission to go forward, you're not going to see it. This is excruciating. And for Moses himself, he didn't get to see it. But he had to be faithful to pass it down to Joshua and to the next generation. This to me is the kind of courage that is most needed today. And we live in a world where, you know, what leadership on the political world looks like Mm -hmm. is get a group of really solid core constituents who will fight to the death to preserve your leadership. (laughs) And then you get to be the leader because instead nobody gets transformed. Everybody hunkers down into their little tribes. Yeah. And we don't see the world get better. Instead, leadership is actually calling people, you know, calling on, as Lincoln said, the angels of their better nature to understand that we have to go through a kind of transformation in order to be, to fulfill the mission. And that requires courage, standing in front of your own people.
0: And, and maybe one last little question. How do we develop that kind of courage? I'm thinking perhaps as an example of surrounding ourselves, not with constituents who fight to the death for us, but who support us and encourage yep. us. Is that one yep. way to develop courage? Are, are there
1: others? Yeah. Well, there's a couple of things. One is mm-hmm. I think you develop courage when you have people who understand that, um, that they help you be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. They help like I need people who are my friends who genuinely mm-hmm. care about me. But we also talk about the fact that I need partners who genuinely mm-hmm. are, are more committed to the mission than they are to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that combination, I need, I need both of those in my life. I need people who mm-hmm. genuinely love me, care about me. And they, I always say that my friends are the people who, when I get a new book out, I say, do you want to read it? And they go, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> like, uh- <laughs> right? Not, not yeah. Honestly. Right. 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 My right, right. partners, <laughs> my partners are people who, might be really deeply committed to me, and I love working with people who yeah. who I love, yeah. but they are really committed to the mission first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And that combination of partners and friends, mm-hmm. I think, is really necessary yeah. um, for developing courage. and And I'll just add in the middle of it when we talk about these things, we talk about partners, friends, and mentors. Mm-hmm. And and mentors are those people we go to to make, You know, it's Moses seeking Jethro, right? Yeah, it's right. the people who we go to. So we can say, help us be the very best person that we need to be for the sake of this mission. And I think partners, mentors, friends, those are the ways we develop courage.
0: That's great. That's great. Love it. Here's the quote one last time uh, from Rich Stearns. Leaders have to make difficult decisions and difficult decisions require courage. Well, thanks for listening to this quick conversation with Todd Bolsinger. If you find the Spiritual Life and Leadership podcast valuable, would you share it with someone you know? And would you also rate and review the podcast? That helps to make the podcast more findable for others. Again, thanks for listening, and I will see you next time here on
1: Spiritual Life and Leadership.